decided to cut some of his long, glorious hair to his scalp on his bang level. And he has, like, this much bang. Yeah. So I'm trying to figure out what the fuck to do. And I don't think it's salvageable. Like, I think it all is going to have to come off. Uh And, you know, I might be able to leave him, like, this much hair. Yeah. Yeah. Like a one inch. And he'll just have to start over. Start all over from here? Mm hmm. Braden. I, I used to always get mohawks as a kid for like a month out of the year. <laughs> Braden wants to be. Uh, it's like you can get one mohawk a year and when it looks like mm-hmm. for Halloween. It's gone. <laughs> and his hair is long enough. I mean, yeah. might as well. That's cool. Although I might use that as my opportunity to make him cut his hair afterwards. Because <laughs> is it Twilight Princess where he shaves underneath it and he can pull it into the ponytail? Huh. I'm not sure. Or was that like Super Smash or something? I thought there was one where he has like the... He keeps the like the bangs in the front. Mm-hmm. It's shaved up under the sides and it's pulled up into a ponytail. Sands the hat. And he has his sword. And he's definitely an adult. And that might be Twilight Princess. I only remember Twilight Princess after the fact. <laughs> yeah, I don't I remember know, the specific been reading haircuts. The, like the anime individually. Or the manga. The, the manga. Manga. Yeah, that might be Twilight Princess, though. Are we Are we uh, doing the thing? Yes. We're doing it is the recording, and there's no issues. Oh, really? Yeah. Cool. Yeah, I think I just left voice meter open too long, and it broke it. Somehow. I am then, broken. Was did you guys hear that Taylor Swift is taking over for Robert Durst? He like she's becoming a chocolate starfish. And none of that makes sense. A and B. It's that that's a super deluxe uh, um, 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 sketch, right? I believe so. Okay. Yeah, yeah. She, but I think no, it's re- I, I think it's really happening though. I saw I, I saw the, the 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 thumbnail for the for the sketch. Yeah, I, yeah. I, I just seen I just seen it like early, I just seen it earlier while I was doing some last minute research. It popped up and I'm like, ooh, topics. <laughs> <laughs> it's been such a long time since I've listened to anything Limp Biscuit. You just gotta keep rolling, 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 man. Besides that, I cannot recall any Limp Biscuit song. It's all about the he said, she said (laughs) bullshit. Those are all the same song. (laughs) Oh yeah, it is, isn't it? I don't know. I mean, (laughs) well, I I think no, no, I think that's the second one. Yes, yeah, yeah, no. I know a motherfucker. Oh god. Oh no! They retroactively ruined that perfect who song. Yeah, I forgot about that. Cause that was a oh, great yeah. song by the. I who. forgot. Yeah, but, uh, yeah. No, Fred Durst and his ilk. God, Doctor Who's. They sounded considerably higher. Plus, and no one knows what it's like. <laughs> Did you call them Doctor Who's? Yes. Okay. Doctor, that's actually that'd be a really good cover band. <laughs> that is a way just all cool. the different like doctors. Who <laughs> are you? We are the Doctor Who's, <laughs> and they Hell just yeah. play uh, who covers the Who yeah. covers. Okay. I'm, yeah. No, I'm with that. That <laughs> needs to happen. They all bust yeah. off their screwdrivers and they turn into mics. <laughs> 
if that doesn't happen, we need to make that happen. Yeah, that's a really good it idea. Copyright this podcast, the Doctor Who's, a the Who tribute band. The Who, the the what? Now taking applications for a drummer. <laughs> A guitarist, a rhythm guitarist, a bassist. Now, yeah, now, now performing auditions. <laughs> Come in live. We'll put it on air. <laughs> Come in live. We'll put it on air. <laughs> she loves See how me rhythmically again, you can yeah, pound on Chris's balls. <laughs> okay. Yeah, it just starts doing Beatles. Like, no, you have get, all the wrong get, attitude. Get out. Get out now. <laughs> what are you? Fucking Yoko, we ain't got time for you. <laughs> Yoko Ono. Yoko Ono. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah, slightly less known, Yoko Dose. <laughs> oh, no. Back to the clone farm. <laughs> It's Yoko 3! Oh my god! <laughs> There's I, a third. If oh I laugh too too heartily in this chair, you can hear it squeaking. Ah, uh, yeah. <laughs> this chair, anytime I move like, a little bit. <laughs> hmm. Heck yeah. I found that out while I was cutting the last episode together. Like, what the hell is you're all just, this noise? You, have, you just have to make it like seem intentional so it's like you're spinning a record. Just make it work for you, you know. Can you control your laugh that way, though? Uh, what do you need? I need some hoes and what? A, some, ah! some laugh control. <laughs> Makes the chair squeak in the right ways, you know. <laughs> Give me a wickety out of the chair. Oh, that, that, that was I, w I was like right about to roll into it too. It was the perfect spot. Yeah, such so good momentum. It. I was going to have a good. Um, I don't uh, even want to talk about that anymore. <laughs> that was a rare occasion when I'm like, you know what? <laughs> I love smoking marijuana. It's such a great thing. It keeps me calm, cool, and collected. <laughs> you don't want to die, bitch? Give me a bowl. <laughs> <laughs> it's the only fucking solution. I don't need pills. I don't need alcohol. You keep your motherfucking hangovers. You give me a bowl and a lighter, a big preferably because all the other ones suck like shit. Leave me alone for five minutes. I don't even remember what we were yelling at. I just what fuck. You want you want, you want to go get something to eat? Yes. Yeah. Yes. The food is where it's at. It, it, it's in everybody's best interest that I smoke a joint and calm down right now. <laughs> Where's Dad? He's outside. Sound, sounded a bit like AJ calm there. God, uh, Just a little bit. Hunter Thompson says that in the middle of an interview. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I think with, like, CBS News or some shit like that. I, I smoke was... this for the good of the people. The good of the nation. And then he takes a, yeah, he takes the cigarette out of a cigarette holder and replaces it with a joint. I test a new kind of marijuana every day, just like the DEA. Shit's the bee's knees. There's only one way to find out how strong it is. Why are we underground right now? We need to go outside. 
tell like the to people. smoke about three of these and then go play some four-dimensional chess. Item nine <laughs> exists. Oh, man. I was introduced to coffee by uh, meeting my first drug dealer's girlfriend. That's right. It's, it's the Between the Profound and the Profane, a comedy podcast where lifelong friends get to get, get together every week in my spare bedroom to give each other friendly advice, tell friendly stories, and perhaps make some new friends. Hello out there, new friends. New friends, true believers, bone whores, and my personal army of trash people. Joining me today, as they do every day, my co-hosts. Sitting to my left, but it's never my left. Never. You can only photograph him. Fuzzy, out of focus, in the woods. He's the Bigfoot of the swamp. Ian Brown. Man, I put my space goggles on for nothing this last week. Where are you at, Nibiru? crashed into the sun <laughs> before me uh he's a pile of movie quotes in a man suit maybe a few references or two as well chris warka you, you say things like that and and you fuck up my train of thought i got <laughs> i got nothing it's like it's like you're like all right i'm ready i'm ready i'm ready oh etch a sketch Wait, what? <laughs> yep so fuck you good morning gentlemen <laughs> You think that's bad? You should go back and listen to our like our first few episodes with Ian. It's it's interesting. <laughs> I like to keep it interesting. And I would let him do that before I would do the uh, intro. So like getting to the intro was being diverted by Ian's stories of seals inside of great holes. Oh God, I forgot. Yeah, or I haven't brought back the. I'm, one day I'm gonna have to bring back the hole. Or two women who got hit by an 18 wheeler and then like yeah, those the aliens or something. Yeah, it was. Oh, you mean Madden '92? I love that game. <laughs> it was. It, it was like that. It was really good. I like. It was like that. <laughs> one of the only reasons I own that game for Sega Genesis is because the when the players used to get injured, there was an ambulance that would come yeah, out just and blast run over everybody. everybody. <laughs> yeah, that was a great. Oh fuck yeah! <laughs> that was, was the best. <laughs> So I thought we would take things in a little different direction. That'd be Most really gross with today's graphic capabilities if it showed, like, the ambulance. Dude, <laughs> you know what they haven't made in a long time? You remember that show, was it Mutant Soccer League? Or not Mutant Soccer League, Mutant Football League? Oh, I vaguely It was like a cartoon, that. and they vaguely. would... I mean, we... I know what you're talking about, but I don't... Give, give me a remake of one of those... And so it's cool because they're all monsters and zombies and shit, and so the ambulance yeah. can just run over all of them. Oh, okay. Maybe it's a special mode where you get to drive the ambulance That'd and be cool. you yourself <laughs> run over all the players. <laughs> no, that sounds terrible. And I, of course, am your shit host. Always here. Queer on Tuesdays. Chris Myers. <laughs> Only, uh, the Only Tuesdays. Tuesdays. Only Tuesdays. Tuesdays yeah. is queer days. <laughs> yeah. Bunch of weirdos sitting here. <laughs> You do it for the community. <laughs> I pass off flyers. It's a big show. You should guys come down. 
<laughs> we, are, we are, of course, continuing with our uh, month-long theme uh, on this episode. It is the spooky season. It is fall. It is autumn. It's October. Spooky. So we're talking everything hooky-ooky, spooky, and dumb as fuck. Sounds like a... We're about to get weird. Is that a song? <laughs> the hooky-ooky, spooky. Obviously not the dumb as fuck, but it sounds like some kind of... <laughs> I mean, you might be thinking of the Adams Family theme song. Oh, actually, they're creepy the and they're spooky. spooky. They're the all together, spooky. spooky. Something, yeah. something spooky. The yeah, Adams family. Na 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 na. Maybe I don't know. I I like the darker black version of it better. The Adams family. I was picturing like a bunch of little like like little fucking little boppers singing this damn song, and I'm like, God. Terrible Halloween song. <laughs> I mean, the way that you sang it, it did sound kind of like fucking uh, yellow polka dot bikini or something along those oh, lines. No. <laughs> uh, he was the hookiest. He was the spookiest. <laughs> he was the vampiric bugle boy of Company B. <laughs> sound off your reveille. <laughs> Oh, kid God. comes out in a Boy Scout outfit. Like, <laughs> oh Jesus! It all happened. <laughs> so, in trying to think of a topic for this week, I kind of went everywhere and I started writing shit down. And I decided instead of a one one sentence theme idea, I would present a scenario just to kind of see where everybody would go. All right. So. I decided it would be cool to set up some kind of horror theme, and uh, yeah, I'm just kind of interested where you guys would take it and go with it. So the, the premise is, you open your eyes to complete darkness. The last thing you remember is the dog running out into the road, the brightness of the daylight, and your car heading off the street. As your head clears, you realize you are hanging upside down, your feet and legs are completely mobilized, so you can move them. Okay. You can hear something breathing in the room. What do you do? I see. <laughs> so, all right, so you're like, I'm hanging upside down, and it's totally black, but like, but I can move my feet. Like, I'm just You can hang- move your feet. I'm like hanging, so I'm like probably, I'm hanging by like one foot, presumably. Right. Probably. Okay. Maybe by the waist. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Probably okay. more by, like by the waist. By the waist. Okay. All right. Like, all right. So first thing I would do is like immediately see if I have both my kidneys. <laughs> that's like, that's <gasps> like number kidney one thought. Check. Yeah. First, yeah. First thing, like kidney check. Cool. If I got both of those, like, all right, good. That's a, that's definitely better than not having those. <laughs> so, um, then uh what if you only had one well yeah then you're then you're running at half power that means that one (laughs) beer counts as three beers like you got to keep check (laughs) so i'm glad that you instantly went to a per beer on kidney scenario yeah yeah no 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 you're at half power that means only (laughs) only one beer one beer equals three does that mean you get drunk twice as fast Oh yeah, or like does I, that just mean that you get all the bad shit that happens? Like you get everything like three times as much when you're running at half power like that. 
Yeah, you want to have a full charge when when you get in these Maybe situations. Maybe I just need to give up one know. of my kidneys. <laughs> what are you doing? Uh, I just want to save like, some money. Like you know, shot. <laughs> I'm gonna get fucked up. Oh, Jesus. Oh, but yeah, like all right. So that'd be the first thing, and then uh, all right. So if I have both of them and stuff, and like that's cool, or or if I have one, I guess all right. So any anyways, I would uh. <laughs> Either way. <laughs> Immediately pull your emergency beer out of your secret yeah. pocket and down it. Yeah. It, yeah, it's a little flask that I keep. That's why you're checking on your kidneys in the first yeah. place. Exactly. I'm like, what situation did we get into here? <laughs> and yeah. So I'd pull out the flask and I, I'd, I'd oh, power fuck up. How you get a beer to flask? It, it would so probably foamy. it wouldn't be beer. It would probably be some. I mean, it's it's an emergency flask. Yeah, exactly. Shoe whiskey. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Either shoe whiskey it's or shoe rum. Cooking tequila. Leave me alone. That's all I got. <laughs> it's either shoe whiskey or shoe rum. One of the two. <laughs> it's the brown listerine. I'm, I'm sometimes a literal bootlegger. <laughs> like uh, I know it's legal now, but like I'm, question, I still do it. Would you drink? liquor if someone popped off their leg and like unscrewed and poured you out a shot would you take that shot oh dude i mean they could do that like i would drink that if they like pulled off their leg and it was like a machine gun like that one movie like i would i would totally shoot that gun like if you pull off your leg yeah, and it turns I would into shoot something a gun, else <laughs> but a gun is way different from taking a shot out of someone's leg i mean i've I given their people leg it's not like I've given people shoe whiskey before, so <laughs> like some shoe whiskey. Not, like it's it can't be worse than shoe whiskey. <laughs> That's gotta be like it comes in the little... worst or the best pickup line. Excuse me, miss. Would you like some shoe whiskey? <laughs> Excuse me. Have you ever whiskey. tried it? <laughs> it's whiskey I from smuggled. my shoe. It's whiskey I smuggled into a concert within my shoe. You ever had Ziploc bag whiskey? <laughs> Exactly. Well, that's exactly what shoe whiskey is. It comes in these little packages, and like, uh, I remember one concert. I walked in with the. I bought like a size fifteen pair of shoes, and I just like filled the whole bottom one with whiskey, one with rum, and uh, yeah, I had a great time at the concert. And a lot of people were disturbed, but a few people went along with it. So, like, sir, why do you have so many white vinegar packets? Oh, hot dogs. Yeah, you got to have the right amount of vinegar on the fries. You have to do it. Someone just sees you downing vinegar packets. <laughs> Rum. I, you just, all you have to do is just drunkenly <laughs> shout, I'm diabetic, and get in their face, you know? I mean, <laughs> what, what, what you're dealing with with a shoe whiskey is, like, what's basically a packet of saline, but it's filled with whiskey. Yeah, no, absolutely. And, but it says whiskey on the front yeah. of it. And it's, it's coming out of a man's boot. <laughs> I prefer the uh, the baby doll technique. With the baby Bjorn, you put him in the front, and you hollow out the baby doll, and, it's and just put it in a bag, yeah. and you fill that with whiskey, and then you put the little beanie on the baby, and the straw sticks out the top. That's... So when you go down to kiss your baby, you just and you just take a sip of your, of your Jack Daniels or whatever. Man, you're that guy's that guy's over there. He's been like talking to his baby. He's just like, really a good like, dad. Yeah, what, he's just look a at really how just involved he is. Yeah. And then you fall down on top yeah. of your baby, yeah. and people are freaking the fuck out, and you're like, what? 
Because there's my problem. I, oh, baby. <laughs> although that would be uh, hilarious in it. That I would either, me, my drunken ass, is either going to eventually get sick of wearing the baby EB horn and, like, huck it across <laughs> the <street laughs> like a shot put. Or the second I'm Stuck. done with it, the second I'm done, I'm going to tear it off of my chest and stuff it in a garbage can. <laughs> oh man, yeah, dude, that would that like you would just immediately go to like Johnny Knoxville esque baby pranks. Like you would just like walk out on the street and just throw it in front of traffic, like on a busy street, just, like in front of a crowd of people. Yeah. Yeah. Oh That's my dangerous. God. That's far more dangerous and suspect to me than somebody pulling their boot off and like dumping it on the ground and just whiskey falls out. <laughs> just bags of whiskey. I'll talk no. to that guy. Oh yeah, I know. Like you see, you just take off one shoe and then like you're just like, oh, I have a pebble in my shoe, and then you just like take out one of those bags of whiskey and like you got yourself some good shoe whiskey. <laughs> you can call it pebble. What is that pebble whiskey? So after checking on your kidneys, you immediately go oh. get your shoe whiskey out so that you can be prepared for your next task, which I, is... Yeah, exactly. So, like, I drink most of it, and I save just a little bit to, like, use in place of butter. Like, it's a good technique in any situation, even if you're cooking. Like, if you don't have butter, just shoe whiskey. It works. Um, so, yeah, I slip, out of the, I slip out of the rope, and then... Uh, yeah, I, I imagine that uh, from there, I would have to figure out how to get out. Because um, I wouldn't even bother trying to figure out what's weird in the room with me, if I know there's something weird in the room. So, like... No scanning? Just fuck it. Just, yeah, no, I just... What are you doing? With... I'm trying to get out. Yeah, exactly. I, I So I would probably... Whatever direction I think that thing's in, I will be going to the opposite direction. Unless that's what it wants me to think. So, yeah, I probably won't be heading directly towards that sound anyhow. And then, uh, I don't know. All right, so it's totally dark, though, right? Like, mm -hmm. pitch black. Like, even after you're down, like, there's no si there's no signs of light anywhere. Okay. Well, maybe so, once you make it out of the room. Yeah. Or place so. or container. Because you're just in complete darkness. Yeah. Okay. So, all right. So it's like, yeah. I guess that you'd get out of the. I'd. I'd guess I'd figure a way out of the room. No, it is a room. It is a room. Okay. okay. Sorry. All right. Um. So yeah, I mean, once I get out of the room, like, I guess the. So the creature, like, is it? Is it something that, like, uh, it doesn't any say ideas creature. On? It's just. Oh. Uh, it's just you just hear something breathing in the room. Oh, okay. So could it could be, even be a jigsaw it, type it thing, like where someone's somebody, just like a recording. Say, yeah, it could it could be somebody uh, that needs help. It could be a monster. It could okay. be like you said, a recording, and you go over yeah. there, and it's just a tape player set up. Yeah. And you just, just, so I was just curious. You know, okay. What uh, would you be more freaked out? Would you stay in the room? Would you try to make it out of the room? Would you try? You know, like, to find a phone, or use your first instincts to go and make a weapon? Like, I imagine that, uh, I'd probably, yeah, yeah, I'd definitely find a weapon once I'm, like, in, once I have, like, enough light, I would definitely try to find a weapon. Um, you know, even just a brick or something, if, or, or something, anyhow. Maybe a book. <laughs> Knowledge is power! Bam! 
uh but yeah i would if if it turned out to be like a, if i found out it was like a weird tape player doing it then like i imagine i would probably walk out and like i would see my all my friends like in the next room and they'd be like surprise <laughs> like i'd be like oh you guys you like did you have did you really have to take my kidney though <laughs> and they're like yeah we had this we had to fund this party somehow <laughs> it's okay we only used half here's your other 50 <laughs> we got you three birthday beers or should i say nine <laughs> Oh Jesus! So and then he died. I guess the first thing I'm gonna have to do, my first instinct is to um, swing to try and gauge what is around me. See how big the room is. See how big the room is. See if there's a wall. I hear somebody breathing. My first thought is: Is there somebody else tied up in this room with me? So start swinging. See if I can feel another body next to me. See if there's anything that I can grab. So first thing, become a trapeze artist. Because <laughs> <laughs> I need to, you know, something to grab and hold on to, figure out how I'm tied tied up, if I can actually untie myself, or if it's some sort of a, I don't know, rigging that I can't get out of. I see. Get myself down from that. If I'm tied up with something, there's got to be something up there that's like holding it up, either a cross beam metal bar or fucking a chain a rope i don't a man in a gorilla suit (laughs) 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 that's the noise you're hearing (laughs) keeps pulling you up and letting the rope go so you never know if you're up down left right uh if I get down on my feet, my uh, my, I'm gonna find the wall and make the perimeter. I want to know exactly how big the room is, where the exits are. Okay. Stay in center. And yeah, if there's another person in the room with me, I'm finding out if they are also trapped, if they're alive, and if they are the one who put me here. Ah. Before I ever go outside, I'm going to find out what the fuck I am. <laughs> okay. Gotcha. So, like, yeah, I mean, I guess eventually, like, wh- whoever. So, yeah, I mean, there. I guess you just create your out scenario. Yeah. That's basically, you're just trying to get out of the room. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <clears throat> so, you would, you would wait to meet, you would wait to meet the, the, um. Well, I'm not waiting to meet. I'm just trying to figure out exactly, like, before, if you're in a darkened room mm-hmm. and you know there's a door that leads out and you were tied up, there has to be something going on beyond that door. Yeah. So okay. Your best bet I gotcha. At that moment, is to figure out where you are, like get the lay of the land, even okay. in the darkness. Gotcha. Like I said, search for anything heavy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> or sharp. <laughs> heavy or sharp. Figure out who all's in the room with you, because if it's somebody else who you can wake up and also give a weapon. Yeah. <laughs> Hopefully. Although I am also, although I am also uh, along the same line, I am also along the same lines as you, Ian. Where my second thought is that this is like some sort of a joke by somebody else. Yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> uh, the whole. This is something my friends definitely would do. <laughs> The whole of the hypothetical turns out that, like, you're, um... 
you're not you've not been kidnapped like uh, oh, yeah. you're, you're you're on some sort of a game show or, or yeah something along those lines <laughs> yeah like if this scenario happened like and i was visiting tokyo like yeah that would that would be my first thought's game show it'd be like they have no regulations for game shows here so this is definitely a game show they can show. do whatever they want <laughs> yeah it's crazy dude they like put a guy in a box for like a year they like make them like hit buttons on the side for peanuts and then like they just let them out that was it that was the whole game show it was just like a man in a box for a year eating peanuts yeah well like the, on when good days scurvy? like if he hit the right buttons that day he would have like a two minute window like the, and that's what they would air him frantic yeah him frantically hitting buttons and like certain patterns would like let you have to pe- put in peanut these fall out giant oversized quarters and spin the big fucking gumball machine <laughs> to hopefully get four peanuts yeah yeah, they had like yeah, they'd have like little puzzles in there sometimes, and like yeah, it was just a man, and he didn't know why he was there. He he like he just knew that his captors wanted him to solve these puzzles like a sick game show because that it turns out that's exactly what it was. I just feel like there's some sort of an answer to this. Like there's a like this feels more like a riddle than like a uh, actual than a hypothetical. <laughs> what would you do? Yeah, dum dum dum. Yeah, <clears throat> I don't what know. Would I would. Uh, I figured out. I didn't figure out. I figured I would call out to the first thing I would do is probably call out to the noise, um, okay. just to see if it answers or responds. Um, then I would, uh, and also I would listen for other things like chains. Is it tied up? Does it move? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. You know, if I can't, if I can't see anything, I gotta very much rely on everything auditory. Um, <clears throat> then I try to figure out where I was tied up. I'm assuming probably around the waist. Yeah. If they're keeping your, if your hands and your feet are mobile. Uh, so instead of untying myself and dropping, because I have no idea how high off the ground uh. I am, I could be fucking fifty feet in the air and I'm yeah. just free falling straight you to my dro- death. You could drop one of your, you could drop one of your earrings. It's, it's like just ding, ding. Ding. listen for the drop. <laughs> And then uh, I would probably try to figure out what I was bound with, if it was ropes or chains or some kind of wire. Live snakes, hopefully not. That would be so uncomfortable for the snakes. (laughs) Yeah, it would be. How do you tie them? (laughs) What's going on? Shut up! They're they're really angry. Cartoon logic. (laughs) Well, you just got snake blood all over you, and it might be easier to get out. It could be could probably bite a snake snakes are actually surprisingly surprisingly very dry animals they're they're really not like too like squishy goopy they're just like oddly dry <laughs> they're not slugs yeah well yeah they kind of like look also that not way. amphibious yeah no yeah they're not even yeah they're not even amphibious like they're just really dry like um yeah animals. like a reptile would be yeah it's really weird <laughs> like a lizard like a lizard but without legs is what I'm saying. <laughs> really? Yeah, that's, snakes are really similar to lizards if lizards didn't have legs. <laughs> I got you. Same pissy you. attitudes, too. Same Between the profound and the profane for all your hot reptile takes. <laughs> what is oh, and God. what isn't a reptile? What about a frog? That is not. <laughs> <laughs> so, anyways, climb up. See what I'm attached to, if I can find some solid footing, or am I just attached to this 
eye up there, like, and I mean eye as far as like yeah, a little yeah. hook, like an eye yeah. that you can thread. Uh, find some solid footing before I untie myself, and then try to fashion some type. Actually, I would check what's on my person mm-hmm. after I'm released. So I found some solid footing. I check my person, figure out if I have anything. Do I have my car keys still? Is it my dog that's chained up? Maybe. <laughs> Do I go get my dog? Call out my dog's name. <laughs> Bob Barker, is that you? Is that you, Bob Barker? <laughs> Damn it! I knew I would find you, fucker. Teleported in. Uh, um, figure out some way to make some kind of weapon. Probably would just use my shoes because I really don't know anything about making weapons. I mean, it's not like I carry a pocket I guess knife on me all the time. So shoes are decent weapons. You turn your hands I mean, I would just into hope, like shoe hands. That's I would pretty hope good that I, I turn my into shoe, shoe hands. hands. Yeah, you start hitting. Just yeah. close. <laughs> it's like I'm kicking you. You know. <laughs> if I didn't have shoes, it's what Chuck Norris does. Probably for all the use days, my <laughs> pants to try to strangle somebody. Oh. Or maybe I would use my pants and put the pant whiskey and try to put my pants around something to try to start oh. a torch. Oh, okay. Oh, see, and then I can see. It's all, yeah. And we can see what's in the room. <laughs> it's fuel for everything. <laughs> this whole podcast is powered by shoe whiskey. <laughs> <laughs> and you can taste it. <laughs> Pebble shoe whiskey, brought to you in part by whiskey since 1999 <laughs> why 1999 because it was a party goddammit. <laughs> pebble shoe whiskey is a proud sponsor of between the profound and the profane as well as many other um we need to talk to some distilleries about dubious antics pebble whiskey. <laughs> dubious indubitably so then, I, you know, I guess if I used the, the the shoe whiskey to light the torch, then I'd figure out what was in the room, and if it was alive or, uh, I guess not alive, if it was chained up. Uh, fuck, I'm so probably so paranoid at this point. I don't even give a fuck about that thing if it's chained up. I'll just leave it and then just figure out a way to get out. Yeah, I see. Yeah, would be the best scenario. But yeah. if it was Bob Barker, I'd be like, bro, why didn't you just teleport us out? You're such a dick. <laughs> yeah. He was like, no, nah, you're taking a nap. <laughs> you were just hanging out upside down. You looked so comfortable. <laughs> Mr. Barker. <laughs> I like the part of the scenario is that we all had shoe whiskey on us after it had shoe <laughs> I feel like it's... it can be used for trade and everything, guys. <laughs> we, we tried to keep it so grounded in reality. Such a trap. We couldn't have a knife because that's not what we normally carry on us. But no. shoe whiskey... Every fucking one of us, even the guy who gave it up, has it on them. Sometimes you gotta have shoe whiskey. Secret weapon, man. Just, <laughs> just proves it's not for drinking, folks. Do do not do not do not under I, any circumstances. I can't recommend it. Drink <laughs> petrol. I mean shoe whiskey. It's pretty similar. <laughs> it's thick. You can definitely run a car. It's a off thick, of it. viscous <laughs> material. May or may not lead to stomach ulcers. Also helps. You can use it to scare away the snakes, though. Also helps to eat spicy foods. Gives you a nice coating in the stomach before you die. Um, it's good for tra- uh, trading with uh, train yard hobos. 
Yeah, definitely. Selling <laughs> mason jars. So what can, anyways, yeah. <laughs> it was just it was it was really really cool. So continuing with oh, yeah. the segment that Ian brought up last week, what we're calling the uh, the Monster Mash segment of October, in which one of us brings two monsters to a, to the ring to duke it out, find out who comes in on top. Sounds good. What you got for me? This week is my week, and I chose two indescribable creatures. <laughs> Literally. Not quite figuratively. I went with John Carpenter's The Thing versus Stephen King's It. So, ah, okay. Allow me to set the scenario for you. We come in to... Uh, Derry, Maine, because all good stories take uh, place yep. in Maine. Oh, yeah, definitely. Is it spooky? It's probably happening <laughs> it's in Maine. It's probably a little gray and rainy <laughs> here in Derry. Lobsters fill the sea. <laughs> there is a group of children, maybe two or three, playing out near a runoff dam. Barrens, they call it. Sidling up to them in the darkness the still water of the sewers. Two beady red eyes glow. You need to put that out, sir. A clownish giggle echoes through the pipes. And out steps Pennywise, the dancing clown. That is horrifying. (laughs) The children are, of course, frightened. They try to turn tail and run. And when Pennywise grabs one of them, tearing its arm off to eat it, the arm splits and grows legs oh. and then begins to replicate. I say, ooh, that's a good scenario. Huh? Pennywise has come into contact with the thing. Damn. So to run it down, the thing, and I, I, I'm sure you guys have, you guys have both seen uh, the, yeah, either movie or yeah. read. Yeah, you guys know the thing and it. I've seen both movies. I haven't read either book. Unfortunately, I've never seen the <clears throat> original '80s thing, but I oh. have seen the prequel. Yeah, the one that came out in 2011. Okay. So yes, essentially, I know what it's supposed to do, and it, and then I've seen it. Yeah. 
well. The, uh, the the Tim Curry it. The Tim Curry it. I haven't seen the new one. Yeah, no, I haven't, I haven't seen the new one either. I heard it was good though. It's uh, it's not the best adaptation, but it was definitely a good movie. Okay. Uh, there's a lot missing from it adaptation wise. Character. Uh, there's a lot. Every Stephen King essay, Stephen to adapt it. Exactly. But it was a good movie. Okay. Cool. Um. Anyway, so the thing is a. Basically, an eldritch creature from deep space. Um, there's no tell it. We don't know where it came from. We don't know what it looks like. I would like. call it a parasite of sorts. It's sort of like a parasite. I mean, like it's yeah, not. I mean, it's definitely. It's like a rep- an alien replicating. <clears throat> yeah, it's like a replicating. It's a, it's a cell replicating yeah. parasite. Um, all it really needs to thrive is a multicellular host, which it kills, infects and then replicates each cell um, down to memories and knowledge that the character uh, or that the host had. Yeah. Um, it can't replicate dead things. Yeah, it needs a living host. It needs a yeah. living host, a, a recently deceased host. Basically, it, it has to kill. Yeah. The thing has to well, kill. Well, it infects <laughs> it infects them, sort of, so to speak, like yeah. when they're alive. And then, yeah. Yes. Then it, yeah. Yeah, well, there is no... Kills them and copies it's not them, a clone. Yeah, there is no copy. Mm-hmm. It's, like, there's not the original and the replicating clone. It's, no, it, it's the original, or the replicate yeah. kills you yeah. and assumes everything... Down to your weaknesses. Yeah. So he has your weaknesses. He's got all of your tics, your mannerisms. Likes yeah. the same food. Like essentially, it is you, but you're now an alien. Yeah. It's yeah. a perfect replication. And anybody that likes anime, if you want to watch something that's very very similar to it, uh, there's an anime called Parasite the Maxim, and it is essentially these little alien worms that get inside you, and when they get inside you, they completely re rewrite your dna to where you are essentially you but your head splits open and like you have all these fucking crazy tentacles and shit and (laughs) there's this one where this character his name is you're basically uh, you but you have eight arms and three brains (laughs) is that the one where the guy uh his left arm yes is the is the parasite alien yes and he calls oh okay yeah uh, when I was like in elementary school, around the time that Pokemon was coming out, the one kid who read Japanese manga, the one import kid, was read that manga. Oh, really? And would show me it, like, look at this. And it's like, wow, that's the bloodiest comic book I've ever seen. Did he just cut a flying dog in half? What the fuck is this, man? The opening, the opening scene to the anime is a mom a dad and a little girl all in the kitchen and the mom or the little girl is saying daddy and the girl or the dad is just repeating daddy and his head's all fucked up (laughs) and then it distorts and he looks at his wife and the wife is like are you okay and he just opens it up like a gigantic think uh demigorgon yeah and just snaps the head off and eats the mom's head in front of the daughter and then kills the daughter yeah it, it's fucked that's up. That's like that's horror, your man. opener. That dude, it's it's hardcore, and it got me hooked because I love a good, nice, bloody anime, and it was something different. I'm a big Dragon Ball Z guy, and it, I didn't have to watch somebody scream for three episodes before something cool happens. Ah, gotcha. Yeah, it's a lot of fucked up body horror shit. Quite like the thing. So anyway, the thing's powers are basically replication. It's trying to 
take over planets seems to be its mo yeah um you can only there seems to be no real way to kill the thing i heard fire was well, I mean, like fire I fire scares it fire hurts it mm-hmm. fire will destroy the cells but if there's one cell yeah. so like if i was a thing replicant uh and you burned my body uh, any cell left over, like yeah. if my finger was left over, my finger know, would then I, break I, away from my yeah. body and regrow the yeah. rest of me. I don't recall it ever coming up in the movie, and maybe it did, but I don't recall. It, but like, yeah, you could. I mean, it's, presumably, it it could literally just like cut off one of its own or your finger, depending on how you look at it. Like, cut off its own finger and just like throw it. Oh yeah. Like, in the movie or one of I the movies it detaches its head and becomes this weird ass like spider creature oh, it, uh, wow. they the or they cut wow. his head off yeah or... yeah the they they kill the the body like they oh, kill okay, the replicant yeah. but they left the head but the head is still like living tissue yeah uh so it's it it grows legs and splits off and becomes Damn. that weird human spider thing uh <laughs> one of the like oh the, the, the props on the, in that movie are to die for. I love the practical effects in that movie. Now, I have to ask you, in your scenario, <clears throat> you ended it with it grabs the child, mm-hmm. and then the parasite starts to replicate. Now, does that mean it's trying to eat the clown? Does that mean it's trying to eat Pennywise and trying to replicate, or does that mean that oh. it itself, the thing <laughs> monster... This is gonna be so confusing yeah. and fun. Yeah. Or the just, thing was the, the child, or like, did he try to grab a child? As so, was it like Pennywise grabbed the thing creature, and mm-hmm. the thing creature grabbed another child and began replicating? The thing. And was, so there is now two parasites, or is the thing creature trying to replicate Pennywise right now? No, the thing Go. was already the child. Okay. Like when Pennywise grabs one of the kids and tears its arm off and finds that it is the thing, so now the thing has a reason to kill Pennywise yeah. to be mad. Like it's trying to destroy. They're trying to destroy each other now. Once okay. it once and, Pennywise finds out that the thing and I was gonna say an it a child like all right like um I mean I get I get the thing pretty well as far as how its powers go but like so on it. On Pennywise, it is more than just Pennywise, right? Like it's it seems like it's almost it uh, isn't even Pennywise. Like oh, okay. Pennywise is a form that it takes. takes. Yeah, only it takes on the form that you are scared of the most. Okay, well, it, yeah, it, it can uh, assume the form of what you are afraid of the most. Okay, but it's most frequent form is Pennywise is Pennywise the dancing clown um it is a cosmic being yeah from beyond our universe it lives gotcha. in the negative space that tethers together Stephen King's multi-universe I think Doctor Who got stuck there once <clears throat> he didn't even have his bandmates with him okay but the thing is it has so many more powers than just shape shifting. He can do shape shifting, illusions. He can. He has fucking control of plants. He yep. can become semi invisible. He's wow. got super strength. He can. He's psychic. 
because mm-hmm. he can tap he into can all your fears. fears. Yeah. So, and there's no way to kill but, him. When you defeat him, all he does is go back into hibernation yeah. for 27 years. And then he comes back. So there's never a definitive way to kill him. Supposedly, you can now, physically kill him. But he doesn't die. He just he literally goes back into hibernation, and, and then it, he like so. there's the whole argument like the ritual of chewed uh, uh, that is performed at the end of the books is uh, is supposed to actually kill him. Oh, which it's basically a uh, it's yeah. a psychic battle of wits. It's described in the book by Bill Dimbro, the stutterer, um, stutterer and Bill and Pennywise biting each other's tongues and then speaking riddles at each other until one gives up. But this is supposed to be a metaphor for staring into death because that the deadlights, uh, okay. that, that's that's its true yeah. form is this yeah. thing that is described as the deadlights. Mm. And when you stare into the deadlights, you want to be there as well. Mm. It is all of fear, but, all of yeah. death. Um, now it feeds like always. so it, it like feeds off of fear. So yes. like when it when it like does try to like psychically I think it's more like, so emotion than fear. I don't think it's fear yeah. well, yeah. in particular. It's well, it can find being that it can choose the form of your greatest fear. Like I was just thinking that like with the thing, like when it goes to something against the thing, like I don't think it's gonna really find that emotion. Like I don't think it it would have uh, it would be able to. Um, What's the word like? Get as much like I don't feel he'd be as strong going against something like the thing, which probably does the thing has, actually have fear or I don't think it uh, to exploit. It, it says that I would uh, afraid flesh tastes the best. Like yeah. fear is a marinade for the flesh that it devours, and yeah. it says that the parasites, the thing's greatest, like its number one drive. Is self-preservation. Yeah. So I would say absolutely that it has fear. It has a fear of dying. It has yeah. a huge fear of dying. I see. So, I don't know. To me, even if the arm that the kid that was ripped off from the kid mm-hmm. becomes a separate parasite and it's two on one, I still think that Pennywise has enough tricks, powers, things he can use in his arsenal to where he would win... Mm-hmm. And he would have, I don't, you know, I don't know if he ever produced any kind of fire power. I don't recall. But if he can control it. vines, I would assume that he. I can mean, it's control. not even like uh, controlling fire pyrokinesis. I don't think he has, but he can do psychic projections. And being as the the thing is replicating a human being down to memory. Um, it, it is possible, I suppose. I would that say that he could paralyze it and then later on himself burn it. It could psychic project fire onto the thing. You uh, think that would work that parasites? way? Parasites. Or I would that it, just paralyze it and then. Or even just surround it in fire? I mean. Yeah, I mean, he could, have, like, literally, he would be able, yeah, he'd be able to start a fire. So. But can he, uh, like. So how how does he kill it? He surrounds it with fi- with a, fi- a psychic projection of fire. The the thing starts freaking out and trying to split itself to get away from the fire, oh, and then okay. reform yeah. uh, as another uh, like. And that's the thing; it can tear off the thing's head, mm-hmm. and it's just going to 
come back. It's going to regrow. Now, yeah. it takes time for it to regrow. That is true, uh, based on the, the, the films. Yeah. Uh, the thing takes time to yeah, fully it's not, it's not restructure instant. itself. Yeah. So, like, yeah, I mean, actually, originally... And it's was... not limited to a human form. It no. can be a dog. It's not, it can yeah. be birds. Yeah. It can be anything. Yeah. When it first lands, it seems to be, or uh, when they first find it, uh, the thing is this weird alien creature with legs and mm-hmm. tentacles, and it looks kind of like a rock without a face. It's the weird, and it there's no telling if that is its or the thing's form, mm-hmm. or if that is the thing in mid replication stuck on a rock coming to Earth. Because ah. all it really needs is living organic matter. Mm-hmm. I mean, it all really boils down to. If the thing creature can replicate it, it's game over. Yeah. Because we've already established that the creature from the thing does not... But it... It does not replicate and leave the original biological host. It replicates by consuming the original biological host. Yeah, so... So, therefore... I don't think that... it is, I don't think Pennywise is biolo- uh, no, yeah, biological. The, yeah, it is not biological. Yeah. Um, so it I don't. It has th- a form, like a tangible form. They describe it in. Uh, but is it living? The, the Dark Tower. Absolutely, it's living. There oh, is okay. all of the creatures that you saw from um, the mist. They all came from the same void. Yeah. Where the it creature lives Mm -hmm. so it is very it is a it has a body it has it looks like that spiked turtle thing hmm spiked turtle spiked turtle thing i'd have to look up the description (laughs) but it it is it is a spiked like uh horned creature are you talking about something from the mist are you talking about the uh, the I'm, turtle. I'm talking in, about <laughs> because in. there's the turtle spirit in um, in the Stephen King universe that oh, woke up it's... once, had a stomach ache, and vomited out our universe. And it thought uh, thought this was uh, this was a dumb move, and he does not like the turtle for it. And the no, turtle no, is no. his greatest nemesis, and so he came to this universe wow. to show the turtle. Not what I'm talking about. <laughs> okay, there, you're talking about another. There is uh, no in the Dark Tower. They make mention of the creature. Yeah, it Pennywise mm-hmm. and his offspring. Yeah, who they that inhabits that, and they said that his original form in the Dark Tower, uh, when we'll say Pennywise's offspring was killed, mm-hmm. he reverted back to this creature. Therefore, in my opinion, it has a tangible form. Like it was a, it may have been something mystical or mythical, as far as you know, like a griffin or something legendary. But it definitely had a tangible form. It wasn't like an evil force. Well, at the end of the uh, the story, the book and the movie, uh, the nineteen ninety movie, it becomes this giant spider thing that is basically alluded to be the only the closest thing that a mortal mind can piece together as to what it actually looks like yeah um like we the 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 idea is that it's pretty like 
eldritch. It's kind of it's Lovecraftian. We we can't comprehend. Oh, the horror! What it would look like, right? On Earth, it looked like my <clears throat> darkest nightmares. <laughs> but uh, because it's a shapeshifter and it is to us mostly the dead lights just taking form. Because like in the uh, in the Tim Curry movie, when uh, Beverly blasts its head open with the silver rock. The light all, shines yeah, through. The, the light shines through. The dead lights come out. It's not blood. It's not pus. It's not. It's just. It's. It's the light. So the I, yeah. The the question does remain. Can it? Like does does Pennywise the clown, like mm-hmm. have cells, to be replicated? To be replicated, or is it just an illusion? To which case, I do a counter offer. I just thought about: is his light hot? Can his light? burn the parasite when the parasite tries to assimilate it Hmm. and the light starts pouring out does it then reverse mitosis killing the parasite and pennywise is only sent into the 27 year hibernation huh i mean we're getting good gentlemen i don't know i I don't know if the deadlights are hot as much as they are they are pure I mean, pure energy? energy. Yeah, I, 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 I would have assumed. I mean, it may not be hot, but it can destroy. It can definitely destroy. I, I mean, it's, I it's, suppose so. I never thought of him having a self-destruct button like that. But that, I mean, it's kind of. I uh, mean, it it would be the ultimate yeah. failsafe. Yeah. For something like that, at least. Mm-hmm. I mean, if if I you're about you... to die, and you can just boom release all the yeah. dead lights, you called them. Yeah, they, they, in the book they call them the dead lights. Then. The whole idea is if you like, if one of us were to come against Pennywise and we got as close as to stare into its eyes, uh, fighting it. If you stare into the deadlights, you just give yourself into it. Uh, you are staring into oblivion, and you 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 stop care. You you release your tether to the mortal coil and exist amongst the deadlights. Um, so. I guess technically that is the failsafe button that you're talking about. And would it work on, on the parasite? The parasite, because it is a living creature. See that? Yeah. I mean, that takes literally what I said, and you, it just twists it from a failsafe self-destruct to a failsafe like spirit suck. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, does it? Would it take the parasite's will to parasite? I mean, I guess it It seems like I guess it could. It would take away its will to self-replicate, or to not self-replicate, to, to uh, like get out of bed in the morning. It would <laughs> be like really lazy. Yeah, yeah it, it's will for <laughs> self-preservation. Therefore, Pennywise could just kill it. So I would say, all in all, in every scenario, at least in two of the three <laughs> that we've come up with, yeah, Pennywise wins. Yeah, yeah, I have to agree. I mean, originally the, I was thinking the thing, but like, no, I think I think that's right. I was I going think, thing um, until we posed think the it light. Gets it. The, the light self-destruct. Can, yeah, the light can do something. Yeah. to the thing. Yeah, no, I I agree that uh, yeah thing, or no, I'm sorry, I I agree that it Pennywise. gets it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we'll just call it Pennywise. <laughs> Pennywise, yeah. The clown and the parasite. <laughs> yes, <laughs> I can't tell the difference. I mean, the only thing that I could think of for the thing to win would be if it got a hold of somebody from the Losers Club, uh, somebody from the book It, so that then it could remember and understand the ritual of Chewed, um, and then it could 
battle with it. Um, then it, I mean, of course, Pennywise survives because, or it survives because it's a immutable force of the uh, cosmic force of the universe. But the thing could at least get away from okay. it. Just uh, do a stay, stalemate. I think that's I, I think that in the end, that's how it would end up happening, no matter what. Like even if it destroys it with the deadlights. Can or... we put a survey on our website for our listeners? Yes. And just pose those three and yeah. see which one wins out. I see. I think the uh, and I yeah I think uh, even if the thing is destroyed, you know, like uh, I, I could even see Pennywise winning by destroying the body of the child that the thing has inhabited and then walking away, but something, something yeah, the, you know. Yeah. Well, we have, I mean, we, we get a good sequel. They, yeah, right. <laughs> they said it's best, or it's last line, the thing's last line of defense, the parasite's last line of defense, is it can actually initiate a cryostasis and freeze itself Yeah. to then wake up several years later. Whenever it needs to. Yeah. Because uh, hmm. the thing landed here like a hundred like it was like what's a hundred thousand years hundred thousand a hundred thousand yeah. or a million some odd years like a long yeah, time ago it yeah it's been it. waiting for a long time <laughs> the antarctica or alaska or so really it what it was is it was a kraken and a seal that he was assimilated <laughs> together at the same time so and freaking it out. landed here it like 2.5 million years ago yeah probably killed the dinosaurs a little off topic <laughs> but i saw the new trailer for jeepers creepers 3 yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, I mean, I can tell, at least, if nothing else, they're coming a long way with special effects because he definitely looks creepy now. I mean, he always looked creepy whenever yeah. he got up close to on his face. Yeah. But they're, his bat wings look, yeah. like, really, really on par right now. The director of that movie uh, fucks 12-year-olds and likes child porn. So we're in no way endorsing his films. Well. <laughs> Hopefully, he's, is he making this film from prison? <laughs> no. Hopefully, no. Oh, God, no. <sighs> Happy Halloween! So Pennywise wins, going on to the last round. And now, final topic. Oh, that's good, Georgie. That's real good. Ian, you had a oh. you had a fun little one for us? Yeah, I was just thinking, um, I mean, it's not a huge topic, like, uh, time-wise, I don't think it'll be. But, uh, yeah, what's your favorite monster? Mm, man, I loved Godzilla growing up. Like, oh, literally, okay. I watched all of the... And I blame it on the daycare that I used to go to when I was a kid. Because we'd always watch Mechagodzilla. Oh, the okay. one where he fights the version of himself. And then he ends up stripping the the flesh. And it turns out it's like this big robot monster. Yeah. But gotcha. he's just awesome, man. I never understood how King Kong defeated him in the original. Because... Uh, He's 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 the fucking man, dude. Only in the American version. It was. Mm, yep. In the in the Japanese film, King uh, Godzilla versus King Kong, Godzilla wins. And in the American import version, King Kong wins. No, he doesn't. Are yeah. you lying to me, sir? <laughs> I mean, why, why would you do it any other way? 
King Kong was for the American audiences. It was yeah. At that point, it was representative of, uh, of America. It, yeah, it was, it was America as, as a, a whole. As a child, <laughs> it definitely stirred up feelings of resentment towards the big monkey. Yeah. yeah. Because I don't know when you got a towering. I don't even eighty foot, hundred foot lizard that can breathe atomic fire. Yeah. Yeah. Watching him battle. And I loved it that it was only Japan. And I was, as a kid, I was always like, I wonder how they rebuild their city so fast. <laughs> yeah, I kind of wondered that too. <laughs> From movie to movie, obviously, it didn't. Like, wow. It didn't click that, you know, it's a movie. I always considered them like a continuation or a sequel. So, yeah. Like, Godzilla really does love messing up Japan. Yeah. <laughs> Man, Tokyo is efficient. <laughs> and why do they it's have. Like, man, they destroy their city like every. Space moon bases. <laughs> I really want to go to Japan. <laughs> Oh, they destroy uh, their city like every six months, dude. It's so crazy. But Mothra I'm a, screwed that stuff up. <laughs> I'm a big fan of X Files. I watched that a lot when I was growing up. Oh, as okay. A yeah. tween. Yeah, I should say because it, it was actually on when I was a kid. Two when I was probably a tween. Yeah, for and me when I was a kid, the that uh, theme song was always the most frightening part to me. Like I could watch like the most horrifying episodes of the X Files as a child, but yeah. But that that part will always freak me out more than any monster they ever had on that oh, show. See, I can pinpoint to this specific scene in the theme song where it freaks me out. It was always where the guy the, yeah, was the like falling into the, the abyss. And he was like, yeah, yeah. And they like muted out the scream, but he's getting like sucked into this black hole. I'm yeah. like. That's awful. <laughs> but they did this one where they visited like a um, a freak show circus. Oh, okay. And the bad, like the the villain or the bad freak of that one was like the literal version of a mermaid, which supposedly okay. like if you were to look up mermaids, mermaids are actually very terrifying and yeah. are not friendly creatures at all. Yeah. You don't want to have sex with a mermaid. And so this <laughs> this this thing with like, I'm talking. Um, you know the angler fish that has that light yeah. on the end, so these long just. You, it, they do a really good job of uh, shop. <laughs> they do a really good job of using red and black to create good shadows, so you never see a good look at the creature until the very end. Mm -hmm. And okay. it's always it's killing something, mm -hmm. and then it's like scuttering away. Yeah, and when it leaves. It I, leaves this big trail of blood everywhere it goes. I do sort of remember this that episode. And so, like, yeah. that... I remember that really freaked me out as a kid when I watched that episode. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and I'm always... You know, those are the ones that stick out in my mind the most. The ones that leave a, an impression. Even if it's a bad dream, good dream. If I mm -hmm. ended up loving the series. Like, Godzilla, I never had nightmares of. I was never like, oh my no, god, I'm gonna get attacked by this giant dinosaur. Yeah. <laughs> I always was like, oh man, I would like to smash stuff too. <laughs> you build your blocks and you run around your room? <laughs> yeah, exactly. I just wanted to be the giant wizard. <laughs> I like the uh, the mermaids in Cabin in the Woods. Oh, yeah. He finally got mermaid. it. He finally yeah, yeah. got it. <laughs> Have you ever seen Cabin in the Woods? Yeah, but there's no mermaids. Yeah, there are. Yeah, that's like it's the a, best part. Scene. That's right at the end. I think, I think it's... Uh, it's a very quick scene. Uh, maybe I'm thinking Cabin Fever. Because that I'm one, there's the one guy that movie. just really no, Cabin wanted... in the Woods is a horror movie. Which is the one where he pours Listerine on his dick. Like, the I, whole movie I... is 
They Dude. just <laughs> what? That sounds like a horror yeah, that's movie a, to me. That's a totally, no, no, no. It, that's a totally different up, horror. The whole movie. premise is they uh, there's this like flesh eating bacteria oh. disease. So okay, anytime no. yeah, you're any, thinking that is not cabin. That's Edwards. cabin fever. That might be. Cabin that sounds fever. like the Wait, most. Wait, okay. Does it have Tom Welling in it? No. I, sounds... I thought I thought cabin fever no. had. Cabin fever has. Uh, Boy Meets World. Sean Hunter. Yeah. It's in Cabin Fever. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. So it's not like, somebody save me. I need a through and save Come oh, on. They'll be waiting for Oh, that's you. so bad. <laughs> Oh, God. That's their only. I think it was what Remy Zero. I think that's that who it was. Jesus. <laughs> like, there's some songs that I hear on the radio that I'm like, yeah, that's a cool song. But do you sing like that on the rest of your album? <laughs> like, I'm like, yeah, okay, I get how you do that for one. But it's like, is that your stick? Like, for the rest of your time, it's trying to produce an album. It's you just whining into a, a fucking mic. I can't. There's this new song on the buzz where, for the longest time, I thought it was a chick singing, and it turns out that it's a guy. And I was like, "All right, I understand. That's cool. I mean, fine." But there's no way that your whole fucking like at some point in time you got to be like, "Yo, what's up? My name's Brad." You know, <laughs> it was like listening to Michael Jackson talk and sing. Yeah, it like did the the voice didn't sound like it should come out of that guy. Got to yeah. I just like to thank everybody for coming. I didn't. You're like, what the fuck is going on here? <laughs> I have no idea where we are. I got head rushed. <laughs> we got Smallville. Just yeah. uh, is that is that what yeah. happened? We got saved by, by a man in red God. and blue who refused to wear cape. I mean, I uh. Uh, oh, we Monsters. were talking about Godzilla. <laughs> you were still talking about Godzilla oh, yeah, and God. mermaids, and yeah, we were talking about creatures and gotcha, monsters. Gotcha. So, yeah. but I don't know. X Files relied more on the paranormal, mm -hmm. psychic. Uh, what's the telekinetic stuff? Yeah, uh, and then your murderers and creepy stuff like that more than like the monster of the week. Mm -hmm. So that, yeah. I mean, but that one really sticks out in my mind as far as creepy, like that mermaid there, thing. I don't know. I had a. There was. Um, oh, sorry. I was. Gonna, I had a. I didn't like Chucky when I was a kid. No. Like, oh, Chucky was the. No. Oh, yeah. When no. I had to think about the old big bads, Chucky, Freddy, Michael Myers, Jason. It, Chuck, <laughs> it never and Chucky was not me, in my like, round. That was after. Okay. Like, that was 1990. So, or when that movie came out. Yeah. I don't know when the when he released the book. Uh, like. Oh. Was that like 86, 87. Okay. No, that was during the 80s. He does not remember writing it. Yeah. Or Kudro. <laughs> you know why? <laughs> Cannibal. <laughs> that really, yeah. that could be. <laughs> now I underst you understand where <laughs> it got all of its powers from, right? <laughs> he he ate little children to write <laughs> this book. I don't, I don't, I don't. It's, it's like when Germany was on vacation, right? All right we all know <laughs> what happened. mad writer disease. <laughs> 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 no, no. As a kid, I would have tangled with Freddy Krueger, Jason Voorhees, or Michael Myers before ever wanting th wanting to fuck around with uh, Chucky. 
Yeah. Now, with Jason, I never had nightmare dreams, but I had thriller dreams. Like, I wouldn't, he wouldn't be trying to kill me, but I would watch that up all night marathon, and then I'd wake up, and he's just standing in my kitchen looking at me, and I'm like, what the fuck? And, like, then I wake up. And he's not in my kitchen, but I, you have to go over and you have to look and you have to like Very creep over like he's just going to be on all fours like, ah, and yeah. you're like, oh shit. Scarier than anything we mentioned so far is actually the the uh, Furby dolls that never shut off. The little Furbies that just never shut anything off. anything motion activated. Oh dude, they're so smart. They I, gain I like intelligence. Not dealing with it. <laughs> no. no because it's not just kids. It's. It, dude, there was this fucking Yoda thing when I walked through Target. It was like, <gasps> and I was like, nah. Yeah, yeah. That yeah. At night, oh god, yeah. Lightsaber lights up. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You're, on, you're walking down the you're stairs, like, oh, and it's Jesus. just like I'm yeah. being haunted by the ghost of Frank Oz. <laughs> the first lesson you learn is no Legos as a parent. Yeah. Because taking those at night, I don't have to worry about skateboards or shit like that. Because this new generation of kids, they don't even know what the fuck outside is. <laughs> like I'm literally like Braden, close your DS, Outdoors, turn what off are you Netflix, talking about? <laughs> and go outside for a little bit. Bryson, thank God he's still young enough that he enjoys yeah. outside and shit. But I, I hope in this two year gap that he's not like, yeah, hot out there. That's how I am. I fucking hate outside. I mean, yeah, that's partially because we that's, live in yeah, it's, it's partially a Texas swamp. thing. Yeah, it's <laughs> true. I'm sure I would be like. Come on, let's go find some bird. I'd be like Coyote Peterson. (laughs) (laughs) Come on, let's go bother some crockies. (laughs) Yeah, but he's like... the He's less... He's way less... Way less less intelligent... Yeah. Distant cousin... (laughs) Friend's relative... Who saw an episode of Steve Irwin on YouTube one time... And was like... I could do that. My dad is rich. (laughs) Let's go make a show. I was always into. Uh, I do love him though. I watch him all the time. Me and I've the seen kids quite watch, a few episodes. Uh, Cody Peterson all the time. <laughs> if we're going just like general monsters, then I'll stay. I'll go cryptid, and I'll say I, I like Mothman. Oh, okay. Like the Mothman story and Mothman as a creature, still like even just talking about it sends a shiver up my spine. It happens idea. anytime I watch the Richard Gere Mothman. Oh, the the, par- it, the that, prophecies. Anytime he's talking, like when he talks on the phone. Mm-hmm. And he moves, and like the cabinet moves, and you see him in the mirror for mm-hmm. just like for just a second. It freaks the shit out of me. And anytime he gets the phone call, even now I'm getting goosebumps <laughs> talking about it. And it's like, <sighs> and it just says the weird ass talking voice. Yeah. Yeah. No, though. Now that movie definitely freaks me out. I mean, it's such a good spook story. It, re- uh, it is just the Mothman. It's a good legend. It's a good real life legend. Yeah, dude. It, it was to trying the, uh, to tell everybody about that, that bridge, but no one, no one wanted to listen. <laughs> what was that? Oh, I said like he, he just wanted to tell people about the bridge, but no one wanted to listen. Without <laughs> for the bridge. I mean, you also get all kinds of other cool stuff with the Mothman. You get like the weird sightings of the Men in Black going around all yeah. around town. You get the uh, the Smiling Man comes with. Um, uh, Mothman. Mothman. Yeah. Jonathan Cold, I think was his name. Uh, Something like that. I don't know Ev- if this... was it Everin Cold. Indra Indrid Cold. Yeah. Indrid Cold. That's it. Yeah. yeah. It was a really weird name. I don't know <laughs> if this counts, but uh, I watched a lot of Buffy and Angel growing up when I was. Oh okay, uh, yeah. In my tweens again. Yeah. Tween to teenager, and 
I'll never forget, it was the Halloween episode of season four, and it was called Hush. And it was like the Thin Men, and they were, they had these weird, creepy smiles. They were all white, and they all wore suits, black mm-hmm. suits. And they would take away your ability to make any sounds, and then they would just cut you open and start ripping your organs oh, out. Oh, no. So man. you're still, like, it's not like they sedated you and you just woke up in a bathtub oh, with shit. stitch. No, you're alive, and they take out a scalpel, and they perform surgery and cut out all of your organs right there. And you, you know, you die. Dude, I mean, if maybe they, maybe the shoe whiskey can get them a good little buzz, and maybe like that gives you time to get away. I would hope. But that that always <laughs> freaked me out because they did it, and they always had that permanent like smile Ooh. just attached to their face. And their lips look like they were cut Dang, off. I I don't remember that episode. Was that on Buffy or Angel? Buffy, season four. Oh, Buffy, okay. Man, yeah, that's that's crazy and i know that i just uh we just spent a second talking about him but pennywise it has always got yeah. it still gets me the it's more the idea of that type of a monster a monster that like i have an issue with clowns fear. and that's partially the reason why it's like a never-ending loop with yeah pennywise it's like he frightens me and clowns frighten frightens me and he frightens me because of clowns dude yeah that's pretty cool. that's with yeah that's a oh, yeah. creepy pr- picture so th- man and they come in as a fucking team. There's like five of them. And they steal you and then they hold you down and one guy just cuts you open with that little creepy smile and the little, you know, precise cutting mm-hmm. and just opens you up and they just remove your organs. Damn. Just start killing you. No Dude, thank you. Dude, yeah, that's fucking, that's pretty bad. So what'd you have for us, Ian? Uh, well, uh, originally, um, like I think I just mentioned, you know, I was kind of going for, uh, I figured I'd look up SCPs. Sure. And, you know, I figure there's um, there's a shitload of these things. What are um, SCPs? Uh, it's uh, basically uh, SCP is an organization that goes around the world and uh, secures, contains, and protects the world from uh, dangerous objects and uh, creatures. Huh. Um, and, I mean, they, there's everything in there. Like, there's entire locations that are scps and then there's like just individual little creatures and objects like a ball even can be an scp yeah um so i i what i did is i i chose uh i'll probably go over them kind of quickly i figure so i chose a total of four we don't have to get through all of them time dependent all right but um yeah the first one was uh is this jar that says i can't believe it's not butter but i label this one i can't believe it's not sandwich because this particular jar of uh i can't believe it's not butter what happens is when you uh take your knife and you spread it on whatever piece of bread or what have you instantly it makes that piece of bread or what have you disappear (laughs) And that's one two three four J or SCP one one two three four J I believe is the uh, so is, number. Is four. it still there, and it <laughs> becomes invisible? No, it it, it, it disappears. I can't believe that's why I call it. I can't believe it's not sandwich because if you make a sandwich and then you just put like a layer of this stuff, it just disappears wherever you spread it. Now I've never <laughs> heard of 
SCP before. I actually had to Google it. Oh, I didn't, okay. I didn't know it was a like a bureau thing. I don't know if it's from a comic book or it's, what it was. It's like not. a giant online community that is like gaining sentience across so, the world and making these objects I probably just, exist. I did Google it, <laughs> and it sent me to Urban Dictionary. Mm-hmm. And so their version or their definition of SCP was Special Containment Procedures. procedures yeah. And I found out that there was three levels Mm-hmm. to these containment procedures there's yeah, yeah. the safe level which is mostly harmless monsters or creatures that are easy to contain yeah uh there's euclid e- was it e- euclid. euclid euclid is that what it was yeah. yeah euclid and they have their things that have unknown movement patterns they're they're usually dangerous and they typically. we found out that euclid was greek for a geometrist yeah, it's right? a it's a Greek it's a Greek geometrist, which kind of makes sense with the definition where it's unknown movement patterns, which is all has to do with geometry. Yeah. Um, okay. And then the fourth one is Keter, which yeah, means gear. it's dangerous to mankind. It has mind control powers. These are all ifs. It could have all of them mm-hmm. or one of these. Uh, it's an end of the world event. Yeah. It can rapidly reproduce or regenerate. Uh, so, I was thinking about our creatures that we mm-hmm. listed in our battle today. Mm-hmm. Those yeah. would both definitely be fucking Keter creatures. Oh, definitely. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Uh, especially the thing creature or the thing parasite because it can rapidly reproduce and regenerate. Mm-hmm. So, I thought that was kind of cool applying it to those scenarios. Yeah, I, I really didn't know... Again, that it was. I had no. I didn't know if it was like a D and D thing. Sort of. It's sort of a D and D thing. It's like a huge online like forum slash community. Uh, people basically just come up with new SCPs, and it kind of. I believe they have like an up and down vote type of system, mm-hmm. right. and then people like make kind of the like a world bit. So it's sort of like D and D in a way, and it's. It's got a lot of aspects. It's progressive storytelling. Yeah. Okay. Like, people create... New, there's a, the, new there's a wiki monsters for that. all of the monsters and objects that are contained within the SCP and in the SCP files that people make yeah. up and edit, and then people come in and make stories around those objects and creatures. It's actually a pretty cool little thing. Yeah. So and, what was your next one? Oh, okay. So, uh, yeah, keep, um, like I said, the first two I did, uh, or I'm not sure if I said this, but the first two I did were both on, like, the lighthearted side of SCPs. Yeah. And so uh, my next one is SCP-1346-J. And then um, he's kind of a two-for-one in, uh, in a way, and he, he's uh, Hank the Chicken Guy. <laughs> And uh, what he is, is he's a uh, Class D employee, which is, like, the lowest of the low. Like, they, he's, I think he's uh, technically a janitor that they hired at the SCP facility. And, uh, anyways, he's the, he's a permanently embarrassed man who's holding a bucket of chicken, chicken wings. And, like, everything that he says to try to, like, defend himself when you're making fun of him only makes you laugh harder at him. So he's just a constant walking laugh, laughing stock all the time. He's balding, mildly overweight, like, and he's got a bucket of chicken wings. And the uh, bucket of chicken wings is... Uh, SCP-1346-J-1 
and anytime he gets down to the last swing and he thinks he's done with it, it refills automatically. And he can like share some with I know. Yeah, and yeah, and he he can share it with any number of people and no matter what, the it never the chicken never runs out and like he just embarrasses himself like all day long. It's pretty funny. Alright. He's something awful. That's all yeah. Like I'm not even scared. I'm just oh no, sad yeah, the, for he, these things. Yeah, the, the, a lot of them are like that. Why would you buy? I can't believe it's not sandwich. Why? <laughs> Why did you do that to yourself? Did they not label their product? Did you not I fucking would, know? I would totally did do it as mislead a, you. Like I would totally do it for uh for well, a it's gag. An anomaly. Yeah. I would do it for a gag. Like I would like put some like in Chris's fridge and like take all the butter nobody out of his house, the, and then he's like, "I'll have a sandwich." This, <laughs> this I can't believe it's not butter. Uh, looking to have their no. bread turn invisible. Their this just showed invisible. up at the grocery store. This they picked a, up that yeah. package, and it does that. Yeah, it's just an anomaly. And then the SCP Foundation found out about it. Had to had to contain it. Okay. <laughs> you got a you, you got a good you got a good terror one. You got a, you got a you got oh. a kind of spooky one or a, a weird yeah, one. Yeah. Um. There's uh. So there's one that I um actually kind of just thought of like pretty much just now actually that's a really good one. I wish I'd looked up. Uh, I know there's one that's a uh. It's this uh lake actually and i know that it's uh located some they say it's located somewhere in canada and it's an entire lake that's a living blood lake and it is uh it's definitely a keter um and like i said it's located up in canada and i mean literally it's kind of it kind of reminds me of like war of the war of the worlds where those red vines start crawling over everything yeah like it it can do it has an effect like that um, yeah, I don't know if if, um, if it's possible to do a quick so are we talking on like it. It's got several leech-like tendrils in it's, the lake, or the, the water lake. itself—it's a blood. Literally yeah. <laughs> extracts the blood from your body. I think it does. It I believe it does collect blood. Like whenever it pulls something in, like there's been like like moose and stuff that get like sucked moose. in there. And it's definitely, and, it, and it wants to spread, and I believe that is how it spreads, is like through collecting more blood, and it's a lake of of blood in Canada. Okay. So that that one, and I, I apologize for not knowing the number, but I'm pretty sure if you type in Blood Lake SCP, I'm sure it'll pop up. <laughs> You'll find a way. Um, oh, and then uh, finally, one that I did look up, uh, there was one that's. Uh, SCP-608, I named him Shrinky Dinks the Lizard Wizard, <laughs> and he's actually a Keter. Uh, he's actually far more terrifying than the name I chose for him. Okay. Shrinky Dink the what? Uh, I called him, um, this isn't his real name, by the way, uh, but I called him six, uh, SCP-608, Shrinky Dinks, Shrinky Dinks the Lizard Wizard. <laughs> And he's basically a uh, semi-shape-shifting, always to um, another lizard-ish type form, but um, he's a shape-shifting like Komodo dragon, like at a base level. Okay. He's, I mean, he he's not exactly a, a Komodo dragon, but he looks very similar. Is he humanoid? No, he's not humanoid, but he is highly intelligent and psychic. 
Oh. And he and like I said, he also he changes size dramatically. Like he can change like to an enormous crocodile type of creature all the way down to like a little lizard. Um, you know, a little regular lizard. Yeah. And he's uh basically immortal and hell bent on revenge. Um, especially against the SCP Foundation, who's captured him. He really wanted to take over the world, and he's really mad at them for stopping him. So, uh, yeah, Shrinky Dinks the Lizard Wizard, he's, uh, he's a pretty crazy cat. And by cat, I mean lizard. Wow. <laughs> Some kind of cat lizard. <laughs> that would be a freaky combination of animals to mash together, a cat lizard. Like, I guess it'd have the legs and tail of a cat, but then just the body of a the, creepy... You know when you touch a cat and its back lizard. ripples? What if the scales rippled? See, I just went the oh, other man. way with a... That'd be creepy. <laughs> a cat head on an iguana's body with, like, little cat <laughs> little feet. Little cat feet. But they're shaped like lizard feet. That's no <laughs> fun. <laughs> <laughs> and then it whips you with its tail. Yeah. <laughs> It still has the attitude of a lizard. It's basically just a chimera. <laughs> I guess so. I mean, yeah. yeah. There's I... no blending. It's just literally body parts. Yeah. Cat. Someone lizard. just ate some crazy Bat mushrooms food. and seen the seen a cat next to a lizard and was like, whoa. <laughs> whoa, bro. What are you doing? I have a new Greek tale for you. <laughs> so, we're nearing the end, guys. Man. What'd you learn today? Shoot, man. I mean, I learned that um, it wins. Like, I, you could just print that on a shirt. Kind of no matter what. Yeah. Like, no, yeah, no matter what, it wins. <laughs> I learned for 27 years that I'd store it and box it and little <laughs> yellow tags on everyone. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> 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 oh, I, I need some shoe whiskey. <laughs> Good night, everyone. <laughs>